0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Open World. I'm Elisa, I'm here with Lara and Ale. Hi! Hi everyone. And today we have a little different of an episode. Uh, So what we did is ask our community what they wanted to hear, what they wanted us to talk about. And after a few days of voting, the people spoke. Yeah. And the topic that was chosen is culturalization. So this is what we're going to talk about uh, today. Uh, It's a term that we use a lot in the industry and sometimes it's mixed up with localization. So, um, how would you guys define culturalization?
1: Um, For me, culturalization is like taking that little step uh, forward from localization because it's just a little bit more than just localizing a content because we know that localization, uh, it goes with words, with everything, but culturalization just makes it more of the culture more of the target culture we you can see things that yeah maybe i localize this text but this is offensive in my country mm-hmm. you know um that that's just an example so it has to be rewritten or it has to be rethought or eh, i don't know yeah i mean
2: it's tailored even more mm-hmm. the game uh, even regarding current events or news that are relevant to the to when the game takes place, Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's taking a step further.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. taking a step further, and in in the meanings of, of, I don't know, making some something more accurate or something more relatable because maybe if I have this joke and I make it and I localize it. Right? maybe the joke doesn't have the same punch if I m- add my culture into that joke, mm. you know what Absolutely. I mean? Um, so it's just like, yeah, it's taking that step forward uh, from localization and, and trying to own that content that you're trying to localize.
0: Absolutely, and it, it makes me think of our episode about uh, Spanish from Latin America and Spanish from uh, European. Exactly. Uh, if you haven't watched it. Please, <laughs> please go watch uh. it,
1: we explain a lot about uh, yeah. differences and how to appropriate uh, uh, your own language. Exactly,
0: um, and how can this like cultural differences and, then, and you know in the case of uh, you add that step of culturalization? How how can that change a video game?
1: Um, well, in the cases of video games, uh, it it changes because sometimes you have this absolute great idea of a video game. But you don't realize, I don't know, for example, in, in Fallout, you don't realize that uh, co- cows are sacred in some religions in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the Fallout series, you have a two-headed cow that you can actually shoot and kill. So it's just like, that had some sort of repercussion, uh over the culturalization uh, part of it, because maybe if the game was culturalized for the specific market, you can remove the cow entirely. Mm-hmm. I mean it's just like you can remove it. Just it, it it won't be as offensive as mm-hmm. it looks like right now. Even though it was not the intention of course. Yeah. You know i
2: yeah, yeah.
0: um,
1: it is unintentional, right? But because only one pe one person can cannot know yeah, of course, all the cultures yeah. that they have in in the entire okay. world so that's why I think it also it's so important because <laughs> you, you do your research and you try to make your game uh, for that specific market
0: absolutely yeah
2: I mean also it's taking into account symbols body language gestures even hands I mean in Japan characters fictional characters like I don't know Crash Bandicoot has five fingers instead of four like it has in America mm. uh, even Bart Simpson has yeah, yeah it's, the, just,
1: it's amazing because I remember seeing pictures of The Simpsons um, and in this side of the country and in this side of the world, the world. we have four fingers for all of, all of our characters but in Japan specifically they have to have five
0: no? and it looks so, so It's so interesting, and, yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and another example talking about Japan uh, is that in Fallout you have a gun that is called uh, the Fat Man and it has the name has been changed this is not like a major change of the entire history of the Mm -hmm. game but it has been changed because it it was too close uh it it was too relatable to hiroshima and nagasaki so they Mm -hmm. had to change it for cultural uh respects and, and everything but yeah um
2: but it can get extreme like far cry 3. i mean far cry 3 was completely banned from indonesia because the local authorities uh, thought they weren't that wrong. But uh, the game makes it as if living in Indonesia was living hell. So Mm. they don't think that that's appropriate for their culture, for their people, and they banned the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, culturalization must be like really important to avoid these type of things from happening, like from when you have your game banned from a country and you want to reach that audience and, then, you know, sell so your game in those countries. So in that way, would you say that culturalization is a market enabler for um, for video games?
1: Yes. And at the same time, I would will, I will love to add that culturalization for me is um, that little step that you're taking to take care of your community. Mm-hmm. Um, because you might find some things offensive. Um, I don't know, I'm thinking, if you've seen our like, latest episode of um, European Spanish, Latin Spanish, I mentioned this about this Grim Fandango character, mm-hmm. that he was, he's supposed to supposed to be evil, right? Um, and he was Argentinian, and the description of the Argentinian character and how it, it didn't sound right. It's just like, um...
0: Yeah, it's like stereotypes. There's a lot of yeah.
1: yeah. You could you could have done your. I I know it's a really old game, mm-hmm. but I think you could have done your research. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a matter of researching or having a diverse uh, team on your own team, so you can see the different perspectives of, or mm-hmm. in which ways this can be offensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So they open these this kind of discussions mm-hmm. between the teams and make the game go into yeah. a very much interesting direction i believe mm-hmm. um, and the another example that comes into my mind regarding culturalization and laws is that for example there was a law in germany that prohibited every single thing that had to do with nazi propaganda <clears throat> so when you had for example the game uh,
2: Yeah, you couldn't even show Adolf Hitler's mustache.
1: Mm. Yeah, or the Nazis in walls and Mm -hmm. everything. But then, when the law, uh, got removed, I believe because I think they removed that law, the game was patched. So they then everyone could see how the game was in the rest of the world. So it's just like it is a constant uh, thing of changing of making the game
0: more suitable yeah and adapted to like different as the world changes i
2: mean video games should change as well i mean culturalization good, eh? is a market enable if a market enabler sorry if you think about it as a tool you know mm. in order to better reach the market that maybe the game that you originally made has things that just don't see eye to eye with a different yeah. with an audience mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. and, and, and
0: avoid like a tool to avoid disasters of course. That yeah. Happens, yeah. Yeah.
1: and as a translator i believe it's so important to be like the gatekeeper of your own culture mm. and flag the things that you believe it's going to be offensive on mm-hmm. your culture yeah. or on your language because i believe it's so important uh, because it's going to deliver a better experience, and maybe the client is going to be thankful for your yeah. Input, so it's a,
0: so culturalization goes beyond like just language, right? It can be Absolutely. a lot of things in your yeah. game. So it's Even kind similar. of a, a bit more like holistic kind of view of your game in general. How can it impact different cultures, different like geopolitical situations? Um, and I think our point in this episode is also just bring awareness again to a topic that is really important in our industry and um,
1: I believe also what, what is really important in, in terms with a culturalization is context because without context how can you culturalize something right and we have okay. I believe um, as, as translators we can culturalize things in our ways but sometimes we don't have the chance to change Completely or entire an entire video game, right? So sometimes we have to adjust things as we can, or maybe the client doesn't want that too. So we have to take also that into account. So as a translator, we want to be like the gatekeepers of our culture and everything, hmm. but. Also taking into account what the client says, the context having
0: having enough enough context for it, sure. Enough context. And it's just yeah. I so. like
2: that expression, the gatekeepers of our culture. I mean, in order to do that, you need a clear communication with your client, so that for they sure. are satisfied with what you are bringing to the table. Yeah, and it shows company. that you really
0: care, right? And like about what about really your hey, work. This,
2: yeah, it's not gonna work.
0: Yeah, because you want it, the game to be successful in the market that you do, yeah. do absolutely
1: and talking about context because imagine what what kind of culturalization you could do if you have enough enough context and if you know your culture um, then you can maybe transform this into transcreation
0: yeah that's right. another term that is widely used in the in the industry mm-hmm. and it's also yeah like transcreation culturalization and they are all referred to kind Transform, of different aspects, yeah, yeah
2: not translating, and transforming into something that makes sense exactly. in the target language. Yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly. So I'm just, I'm just thinking. when the first thing that came, that came into my mind is we all know Pikachu, right? But there are other Pokemon's that have changed names uh, in different uh, countries and in yeah. different languages. Um, there, there are a lot of examples of this.
2: Well, to just to name one, lickitung that we all know, Lickiton yeah. in mm-hmm. Spanish, it's also Lickiton in Sherman. Uh, he's called Slurp, like the onomatopoeia. Yeah. Oh, Our, that's I don't know The first three legendary Pokemons, I'm going to mention the first um, yeah. um, era because uh, I lost after that Torudio, and Chigurri. We are too old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm throwing
0: myself away
1: from I don't know where to start.
2: Uh, it's another. let's talk about it later, <laughs> but Prince of the first legendary birds, Moltres, Articuno, and Zapdos, that's clearly like one, two, three, you know, but actually yeah. in Japanese, the names are, are Freezer, Thunder, and Fire, straightforward names with the elements that, which they attack, right, yeah. it's like yeah. the yeah. legendary bird of thunder. Yeah. Does, yeah, no and it, it
0: know, definitely that. also like of course it has to do with the culture what what they think it will impacts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people will like you know get it a bit more if it's more straightforward. Maybe like you know it's all of that that has to do with the culture of yeah. the country that they are targeting. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And sometimes not taking this like extra step as a developer, right? Because as a translator, I believe we all do this. We all try to keyboard culture and everything. But sometimes developers don't take this extra step. Uh, and sometimes there are like some bad and negative um, information or mm. like repercussion with that game. Um, maybe you can even have legal problems with this, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I believe you want to avoid that at all costs. So maybe your game that is doing so well in America will not be properly done if you want to launch it in Japan. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you man.
2: need to make some changes that are things that don't actually impact in the game, but mm-hmm. they are going to work best they're going to yeah. be better yeah absolutely i think that's, that's that's
0: that's part of culturalization also there's uh, what's known as like the you know uh, proactive and reactive culturalization which like depends on like the, the moment in the process and there are certain things that you can think when you're planning your game you know you can think okay this uh, you know aspects i can change them a bit around right. so that people when i you know because you already know you want to achieve your game to different places so you you know you think this these things can be culturalized and they can connect a bit more with yeah, the target audience what, what type of things do um, you guys think uh, can be to me, adapted
1: um, yeah there are some things for example you, you there's no need to adapt everything because I know you you might want to keep the essence, the
2: essence of, of your getting yeah getting you're high. gonna lose something and in the process
1: to me, the things that had to be uh, changed is the things that could be uh, prohibited because of religions or uh, insulting or offensive or goes against any laws. and it, So to me, those things have to be changed. Yeah, and those,
0: that is more like the reactive side Yeah, of like that's more of
1: the reactive yeah. side of the things. But mm-hmm. for example, if you have a game like Far Cry 6, right? Uh, and you want to create this cultural immersion into the game in, mm. into letting you know that you are in Latin America that is today and you are in Latin America you are in 2023 in Latin America uh, the first thing that comes into your mind is the music mm. um, because for example that for me that's the best case uh, because when, whenever you get into a car with Danny uh, and she turns on the radio and she starts singing with the radio um, all these Spanish songs and all these, uh, I mean, at least for me that I know Gente de Zona, all these bands are so welcoming yeah. and from in America. Mm. Um, the level of culturalization that they have done to make things cultural appropriate for mm-hmm. that Game, yeah. it's just to me amazing. It's just I, I cannot believe how, how is it possible that you make me feel like I was mm. at home.
2: On uh, that same spirit, so I mean, I think it's a constant that we mentioned Ubisoft as doing many many things right. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, like keeping the players in mind first. But I also uh, remember um, some cultural aspects that were taking care with absolute love in the latest Assassin's Creed games. I mean, in Odyssey, they work with Greek actors with actual insults that they used back then. And even in one, one game uh, before that, Origins, one of the key elements of the story is Bayek finding some uh, stones uh, in a certain form or shape where he remembers things and has some visions. That each of these stones represent constellations that were mm. meaningful for the Egyptians, even back then. So all of those things that are are from the developers themselves are so well thought of, mm. you know. And that's that's to appreciate. I mean, yeah, a, you know. absolutely. yeah,
1: absolutely. Sometimes you hear uh, music, for example. I just like when you hear, for example, uh, the the radio in GTA 5, you are transported into (laughs) into the (laughs) place, you know, Uh, and yeah, I love it, because they took, took, like, normal songs, and for some reason, your brain now is attached to that memory, and you're like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm driving a car (laughs) (laughs) into the highway, like, yeah, it's so good, I mean, when when it's... uh, the, the culturalization is taking a part in the development of mm. the game, you can yeah. really tell.
0: Yeah, exactly, because there's this like tools for to you know that you can plan ahead and then connect really well with yeah, your audience. So. Absolutely.
1: Um, we had last year at, Uh, Kate Edwards, uh, mm-hmm. she worked on Age of Empires. Uh, if you haven't seen that episode, please go check it out. Um, because. Uh, when she talks about culturalization, she takes it to the absolute next level because she's a genius. Yeah. And when she explains about the maps and how it could be uh, culturally inappropriate, and, and you, you start thinking, oh my god, yes, this, this is not good. I mean, hmm. you have to make it good, and that's what she does for a living. Um, she just goes researching culture everywhere uh so yeah maybe also it could help having a diverse team i know i always say this the exact same thing but for me it's so important to have different perspectives of absolutely the world, um, yes yeah because it will make it the game more uh, rich and more mm-hmm. beautiful in general right it's just like it is going to hit that spot mm-hmm.
2: uh, on that same note um one of the things that is important important to have culturalized is what gamers see in the stores, right? Mm. The message that comes to them before they buy the game. Yeah. Uh, even the currency that they buy the game in.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, the marketing content. I mean, how important content. it is culturalization and, no. you know, transcreation and marketing. I think that's already, like, really established as well. Yeah. No. yeah.
1: To me, it's just simply to make, like, a conclusion of this. It's just... Do your research if you want to get to a specific market and you don't think, you, you think that the content that you have is not going to be suitable for that market, please do your research. Have a diverse team. Um, I think everything could be so beautiful like yeah, that. Yeah, it could yeah. flow so well. Uh, and yeah, any and it could avoid disaster to be honest with you just definitely. like you could avoid you losing money too <laughs> <laughs> and it can
2: make you earn far more fans exactly i think world. people
0: will definitely appreciate you going the extra mile exactly. it will have a positive impact we can assure you Absolutely. Um thank you so much for watching or hearing this episode and uh, if you want to know more about culturalization if you have any questions. Please let us know. We're happy to hear. We're, we're going to be reading all the comments. And yes, that's yes, it. That's thank it. you so much. Bye, everyone.
1: thank you.